just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This week's episode of Do Go On is brought to you by Casper. For $50 towards select mattresses, visit casper.com slash do go on and use the promo code do go on at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. And stay tuned for a very exciting announcement. <laughs> what is it? <gasps> Hello, we have an amazing announcement, if I can call it that. Matt and Jess, what do you say? Um, I think amazing is probably an okay word. I'm so excited. Or should I say a UK word? <laughs> what is she talking about, Dave? Aren't we, we're about to announce the new range of candles we're watching. <laughs> Aren't we? Isn't that what the big exciting announcement was? UK candles. Do go on candles. One smells like Matt. One smells like Jess. The other one smells like farts. <laughs> and it's, okay, our best, Dave. it's our best seller. <laughs> Essence of Dave. It's fart in the can. It's not even a candle. It's just a can. No, no, no. We are here to tell you uh, probably, honestly, the most exciting thing that I've ever announced. Wow. Sad. And he once announced (laughs) the death of his friends. Guinea pig. Attention. A little bit of shush, please. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. I'm such an attention seeker. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll tell the kids. (laughs) Gerbils is dead. Gerbils. We named our gerbils After gerbils. the Nazi? That's gerbils. Oh, okay. Not that I know anything about that. <laughs> no, we are here to tell you that do go on. Matt, Jess and myself are coming to the United Kingdom. So yes. Fun. In November of this year, 2018, we are coming to do a, uh, a short tour of live do go on podcasts across Scotland, well, one show in Scotland, and a few across England. Yeah, baby! We are very excited, but also very, very nervous. Yes. A lot of people have told us they'll come to our shows if we go there. Uh, If you were lying, we'll be very sad and very poor. So poor. (laughs) So poor that this podcast may have to end. What? It's all on you. I didn't realise how much... The only only other thing we've got is this candle business. (laughs) So if you don't buy tickets and come to see us... We're donezos. Wow. It is all riding on you, <laughs> and England. We, and we won't be friends with each other. Oh, either. God, no. There is so much on the line. Yeah. Did you not realise when I we had no booked idea. the flights? If we don't sell it every show, I'll chop off my left foot. <laughs> Dave, I don't think they care quite so much about that. You mean the, the movie? My yeah, left yeah. foot. <laughs> the You'll Daniel Day-Lewis film? You won't let it finish. No. I'm halfway through it. <laughs> I, will not fin- I don't want to know how this ends. <laughs> No, we are coming to the UK uh, for uh, for two weeks. We'll be there in, in total, and we are doing uh, six or seven shows, and these are the places that we are coming to. We're oh, starting... I can't wait to find out if it's six or seven. It's exciting. I couldn't remember. <laughs> let's well, find out together. Let's count now. We are coming to Edinburgh. That's one. First stop. <laughs> Thursday, November 8th. 
Then uh, Saturday, November 10, we are in Leeds. That's two. Where Harry Kuehl used to play soccer, football, as the English say. <laughs> That'll be us soon. We've got to start changing our dialogue. Yes. That'll be us soon. Uh, Sunday, November the 11th, Manchester. We will be there. That's three. Remember, remember, Manchester on November 11th. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are all November, so they could do that. On Wednesday, November 14th, we are in Bristol. This is four so far. Uh, I like Bristol, the big uh, hot air balloons and that bridge that looks cool. I haven't been there, but Jess, you and I will experience all that together. Then Friday, November 16th, Birmingham. That's five, baby. Uh, Judas Priest country. Wow. You know a lot. Wow, we're really running out of facts here. <laughs> Cop that phrase. Cop that phrase. And finally, we were wrapping up the tour with uh, one of my favourite cities in the whole world for a big show. Well, not that big, so please do come and pack it out. Sunday, November 18th, we're going to be in London. London! I don't know any facts about London. I can't think of any landmarks or anything there, unfortunately. Well, we'll, f- we'll discover it all together. So we will be in Edinburgh, Leeds, Manchester, Bristol, Birmingham and London. Now, we haven't booked massive venues because we are, you know, being a bit cautious, don't know how many people are going to come. So if you do want to make sure you can get a ticket, uh, tickets are on sale now on dogoonpod.com. Should you go there? Fuck, I'm so fucking excited. Seriously, I'm not joking. If you don't, Pack out these shows. I am leaving. Hey, let's look at the positives. I mean, either way, we get to go to England and Scotland. Sold out shows. Do you know where the name Stuart comes from? Oh, God. Scotland. Scotland? Oh, that's so Broden. Scotland. We're going to really have to work on our our translations to English and Scottish words, aren't we? But anyway. Hi. Oh, I. Oh, I. Oh, I. So, anyway, I've been watching a lot of Poirot lately, and the sidekick, Dave, what's his name? Captain Hastings. Captain Hastings, he goes, This is my, are you ready? My two word Captain Hastings impression. You ready? Yep. Tell me what you think. I say. Oh, very (laughs) good. His other one is, Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing phrase. I say. (laughs) The episode I watched last night, there was a woman who was wearing a veil. And and they're talking to Poirot and Hastings are talking to her. And then she takes off her veil and I guess, and she's like a woman. And we she's could, right. looks very similar to what we could see through the veil. Yeah. But Hastings like, good Lord. <laughs> like it was taken aback she by was her hideous. beauty. Oh. <laughs> Maybe he didn't say good Lord. Whatever, you know, it was memorable. I see. Worth bringing up And too. obviously wasn't all that memorable. No. Anyway. Sold out shows. Please do come along. Or... So this is, it's a mini tour, and if it goes really, really well, then we'll come back another time and do more shows. So, and if it got... goes really, really badly, we are done. <laughs> We're done. Well, and that's on England. A couple of English friends have told us that English people and well, people from the UK in general don't like to travel. So please do travel. If we're within an hour of your town, please, please come along. The podcast is coming home. We're traveling 24 hours. Exactly. You can go on a road trip. It'll be fun. <laughs> you're really you're going with a real treat of mean Kevin Keane. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> this is fun for me. I, I I can't wait. We are very very excited. I so. love, I've had a few great fun trips over there. I cannot wait to get back. I can wait. You must incentivize me. <laughs> we're also getting super close uh, to our US tour goal. Yeah. Now you might be wondering why we're going to the UK first. That's because it's a little bit smaller. It's easy to do, so we thought we'd get this out out of the way, un- under our belts, a bit of travelling, touring experience, and that way it'll probably be easier for us to get a US visa, which our uh, 
you know, notoriously difficult to get for artists. So that's so cute. He called us artists. That's very nice. Hey, do you know who did their first big uh, uh, overseas tour to the UK? Who? Jimi Hendrix. Huh? That could be us. He was bigger there before he was big in America. Mm. I think that's true. It is now. <laughs> Nailed it. Anyway, oh, we should do the show. Anyway, on with the show. Please visit dogoonpod.com, click shows, buy all the tickets, England and Scotland. Bye. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicke and I'm here with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. Hello, David Warnicke. Hello, David Warnicke. Oh, wow. And Jess Perkins. Ooh. You know I love musicals. He has such range. Well, oh, whoa. How do you do? I'm at the shop and I like to do, 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 do. No. Matthew, I don't you hate to do do do. I don't do. know. I don't understand musicals. Is that how they kind of go? Pretty much. Everything's you're singing about being at the shops. Yeah, they have about that much depth. They're really <laughs> that do. much. Whoa, yeah. this episode's weird already. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I tell you uh, very quickly, Dave? And you know, if people in Brisbane overhear this, then that's fine. Um, can I be in on this too? Or? Jess, block your ears. <laughs> All right. All right. Tell me. Uh, I'm going to be up for Briz Funny Fest. <laughs> Uh, in Brisbane, just next week, I believe, uh, I've got three shows only at the Hayar Bar on August the 13th, August the 14th, and August the 16th, all at 9 o'clock. What the fuck are you doing on the 15th? Yeah, mate, what the hell? I've no, I don't know. I didn't book these dates. I don't. He's taking a weird. day off. They were like, he couldn't possibly perform prick. three nights in a row. That'd be crazy. There is a, there's a public holiday in there somewhere. They've got their Ecker. Or, the, you know, their big show oh, yeah. holiday. So I'm doing the night before that. So people have got a public holiday the day before. So we can really so, comedy party. So you're going to have a real rowdy crowd. <laughs> and I'm also going to be down uh, in Hobart at the Joker's Comedy Club on August the 22nd. You can find out. Uh, you can There's a ticket link to all this at mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. Is that right, Jess? Correct. Yes. Nice one. And that's just two days before our Sydney show, which is very close to selling out August the 24th. Uh, Giant Dwarf, Friday night, we'll be there. It's going to be, be so fun. Friday night, fun, comedy, friendship, beers, T-shirts, pies. buy some merch. They sell pies. Yeah, great. They sell really nice gourmet pies. Hey, Jess, I just want to give you a quick rundown of what this show's all about in case it's the first time you've listened to it. Yeah, I don't listen. Okay, well, the way the show goes is there's three of us here. Uh-huh. Um, we're all people, you know, essentially. Yep. We're all people, people. Yeah, and uh, we rotate between the three of us, one after the other. Mm. You know, classic rotation formation. Uh, when it's your turn, it's your turn to go. You put your head over the ball and you bloody take one for the team or whatever they say, right? And you do a report about a topic. This week it's your topic. Yep. You're going to tell me and Dave that a report about a topic and you will uh, then make everyone happy and knowledgeable. And in the process we'll all become even more than people will become really good people. Wow. The way we get onto the topic, uh, that Dave and I don't know what it is, you ask us a question. What is your question this week, Jess well, Bot Perkins? in classic Jess Bot Perkins fashion, I have not written one, but I want to ask you a question that is <laughs> quite, it's not so much about the topic, okay. but I th- it will help you get the topic. Okay. But it's about me. So you're pointing at Matt. So I, do I mind not in? I pointed at my.
myself when I said me. No, sorry, but I thought you meant, is this question for maybe no, Matt? No, so both knows. of you. Okay, both okay. of you. So you every, better not answer, Dave. Every time. Uh, seven. <laughs> every time we do a report on some kind of weird behavior or uh, like uh, Jeff the Talking Mongoose, which was a Patreon episode we had. That was fun. I usually come up with <gasps> one solution. Gas. Gas leak. Boom. I was going to say mole people. <laughs> mole, yeah, that's the other one. Mole people dug but, through a gas pipe. But no, mole people is who I blame for things. Oh, okay. Weird things that nobody can really explain. I say gas leak. Okay. Um, do you know <laughs> how that's somehow related to a town called Mattoon? Is this that big Indian explosion? No. Is it that little Indian explosion? <laughs> No, I don't know what's Mattoon. What is it? Well, you may or may not have heard of the mad gasser of Mattoon. No, never heard of it. Fantastic. This was suggested by three people, uh, Victor Gamino D'Emmanuel. Oh, my God. Very good name. Thank I just need to think about that. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Also suggested by Peter C. Kinsler. Oh, that's great wow. too. And Avery Jamison. Holy shit. All very good names. I swear names. it's just we've got one listener just bashing random name generator and then submitting ideas. I'm okay with that because they're all bloody rippers. <laughs> wow. So cool. They so don't sound good. real. Yeah. They were three amazing names. I, I, Peter C, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I was a bit dubious. <gasps> then. And then you said Quim Quammer and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. That really... <laughs> Took off See, that's, into space. This is why I'm impressed because it's really hard to come up with a fake name as Matt just demonstrated. <laughs> no, what do you mean? What's yes, Peter C's surname? Kinsler. Kinsler, not that far off. Jeremy Quimquammer. <laughs> I didn't say Jeremy. No, I, I was creating a new character. <laughs> Pleased to meet you, Jeremy Quimquammer. Okay, Quim-quammer? Jeremy, what are you up to? Sorry, Jeremy, how do you spell Quimquammer? Uh, uh, Quim and then uh, comma in the end. Oh, oh you comma. pronounce the comma. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's Dutch. Oh, sorry, millennials, am I right? Mm. I'm 70. Get a job. <laughs> I'm 70. You're not 70. Dave, we can see you in this scenario. No, I'm Jeremy Quimquammer. All right. You just going to keep saying that? I'm Jeremy oh, Quimquammer. Okay, we broke him. Um, <laughs> Tell me about Mattoon. So the legendary mad gasser of Mattoon. So Mattoon is a place. It is a town. If you let me finish a sentence, it will make sense. Quimquammer. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> was a bizarre figure who wreaked havoc in a small Illinois town called Mattoon. Oh, right. So it's in Illinois. In Illinois is so close to Gary. Is it? Yeah. Ga- yeah. Wow. Gary's so close to the... We continu- continue to receive tweets saying, don't go to Gary. It's very dangerous. I told a friend at work that we have a, uh, a fascination with Gary and he was like, he looks like... He'd seen a ghost. He went, you can't go there. We're doing a live oh show God, on Gary. We have like, to go. It's really quite dangerous, apparently. I'm going to go see the Railcats play live. I've been in contact with uh, someone at the Railcats. I'm going to get some merch sent over. They... What? Did you say Did you say the podcast? Oh, no. I was just uh, like, because they, they, don't, they don't mail it out here, so I have to email them and, and we're going to figure it out how, how to get it oh out here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love them, Railcats. <laughs> Go the cats. I reckon you'd have better things to spend your money on. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> anyway, this was 
This was in 1944. The year was 1944. The last time the Fitzroy Lions won a premiership. Fucking hell. I, I can see why you picked it, though, Jess. 1944? 1944. Yep. Um, well, this was voted on by the Patreons. They chose very wisely. What I did this week was I put up a um, uh, some of my second chances. So for my last few, six or more um, uh, votes. votes, all the ones that came second. Which I think you did. You you gave me that idea for that. And I got that idea from Matt. Oh, nice. All right, Matt, good job. It's going um, a full loop. Yeah. So, and this is what they voted on, probably because of the name Mad Gasser. I don't think any of them Googled it. It's kind They're of a, like, yes, that one. I'm surprised that only came second the first time. It's such a great title. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. I keep, uh, yeah, I think of an oven. Is it, got, is it oven related? Oh, I can't wait to find out it's if this is cooking related. Well, what makes... Baking. <gasps> It's about scones. Yum. Scones. Yeah, but you put cream on first. Yes. I do it the Devon way. I don't like it. Let's not start this again, please. (laughs) I hate it when we fight. (gasps) Can we get scones? Yes. (laughs) Thank you. No, I I actually say no because there'll be a big fight. There won't be a big fight. You can have them however you You want to. You do Cornish style, do Devon style. No no worries. Is it Cornish? Yeah. Why do you know that? Who doesn't know that? Yeah, you're Jess, right. How sorry. do you not know that? Sorry. Who do you think you're dealing with here? Yeah, sorry. Your sconnoisseurs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm proud of that. That's good. Yeah, I think it's good. Thank you so much. So this was occurring in a small town called Mattoon, Illinois in 1944. But making matters even more interesting was a series of nearly <laughs> More ident- interesting than it occurring in a town. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> was a series of nearly identical attacks that took place uh, in Virginia in 1933 to 1944, so 10 years earlier. Okay, no, interesting. So this is an excerpt from a website I found. Also, I want to put this up right now that this particular report is heavily based on two sources because there aren't a lot out there or a lot of, like, blogs from people now talking about it. Right. Not a lot of, like, first-hand information or... And they all reference back to those two sources. Pretty probably. much. Yeah, I, f- I found that with topics in the past. Yeah. They're the ones where you go, geez, a lot of this may not be true. Yeah, so we'll see. But I just want to put it out there now so so I can avoid the tweets. <laughs> yes, this is largely Wikipedia because... It was surprisingly the most comprehensive. Often Wikipedia can be a really good really source. Really great. So, But this is from uh, another uh, website that I use, which is called prairieghosts.com. I trust it. I trust it. Forward slash gasser. Um, Little ghosts on the prairie. Does that mean anything? <laughs> so <laughs> this is a, a quote from that website. <laughs> Little ghosts on the prairie. Sorry, is there a gas leak in here? We're never going to get through this. That's real niche stuff. (laughs) This is from that website. I realised there were no longer little girls. There are now little ghosts (laughs) on the (laughs) phone. Sorry, Jess, do go on. So it says, social scientists declared that the attacks in Mattoon had been nothing more than mass hysteria, but now... But how could the Illinois residents have known anything about the events in Virginia, which were bizarrely, which were, fuck, 
which were barely publicised in order to duplicate them so closely. So people, like they're saying that what happened in Mattoon was just mass hysteria, but they're identical to what happened 11 years before. So they're like, how could they have known? It's it's too coincidental that they're exactly the same. The story of Illinois' mad gasser begins not in Mattoon in 1944, but rather in Virginia in 1933. There's no proof to say that the work in the two cases was completed by a single attacker, but the events were so similar that it would be ridiculous of us not to admit that the coincidence of it being two attackers is extreme. I will not admit it until I hear more. That is ridiculous. Um, so I wanted to go back firstly to the original attacks in Virginia in 1933. So at around 10 p.m. on the 22nd of December 1933, Mrs. Huffman stated that she grew nauseated after smelling a strange gas that had been apparently sprayed into her house. She decided to go to bed, but her husband <laughs> remained awake and alert to see if the lurker who had sprayed the gas might return. Okay, well, Skunk. Uh, <laughs> A skunk, Ooh, skunk through the letterbox. This is an early theory. I love it. Yeah. Skunk people. Skunk people. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is something that seems a bit suspicious, and I, I'm worried about it. Anyway, off to bed. Yeah, weird, right? Sleep it off. I, I feel rather sick and can smell a gas. None on. <laughs> Husband, you wait and watch. Mm. I'm gonna get my beauty sleep. Um, half hour, half an hour later, another wave of gas filled the room. And uh, her husband went to the home of their landlord just to, like, I don't know, get some help. Um, he t- also telephoned the police there. Officer Lemon of the <laughs> local police. Sounds like a real dud. <laughs> <laughs> was dispatched to the scene and he stayed until around midnight. Immediately after he left, another gas attack was launched on the property, filling both floors of the two-story house. So are you imagining like a... A, a misty gas or like a smoky gas. What are you thinking? I'm not imagining, Dave. I'm just reporting on facts. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this isn't just a game of make believe, mate. Okay. This isn't your grandmother's fairy tale story, Dave. Now, what are you thinking? What are you picturing? I'm there? imagining. I, well, just when you say filled, because at first I thought it was like you know, if say someone spread a deodorant can through your front door. Yeah. But if it's filling the floor to ceiling, well, it's I obviously think... a lot thicker. But I don't. Well, I, there aren't many custard gas. Yeah, there aren't reports. It doesn't get much thicker than that. Is it custard? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Um, Delicious gas. <laughs> this gas is very liquidy. I don't know if it's all that visible, or if it's just that they can smell it, or um, because it, I, there's, there isn't really many much information where any of them have said like they saw it, or but it's, mm. maybe they sometimes they can hear it, or. They're smelling a, a gassy kind of smell, which I'll go into in more detail. But I don't know if it's visible. So good point. Why? How do they know it's filling both floors of the house? Maybe because they can smell it upstairs too. Mm. Like a particularly bad fart. Oh, he who smelt it dealt it. Yes. So I reckon it's the guy, the dad, husband. Yep, straight away, dad. Um, Dad's always fart. When he went and got the landlord, do you reckon he left his wife upstairs asleep? Yeah, he's like, don't worry about it. Bob, you'll be right. <laughs> Bob wakes up, what? <laughs> he's slamming the door. Night. Night, Bob. <laughs> Bob, you'll be right. Night, Bob. Um, 
According to reports, the gas caused the victims to become very nauseated, gave them a headache and caused the mouth and throat muscles to restrict. Alice, the Huffman's 19-year-old daughter, was most affected by the gas. She had to be given artificial respiration in order to revive her. And she was said to have had experienced convulsions for some time afterwards as well. However, no one could determine what kind of gas was used. Um, there was a doctor who assisted the police. Doctor who? <laughs> no, his name was Dr. Breckenridge. Who? Oh, a made-up doctor. Okay. Just say you're making it up, Jess. That's fine. Uh, it's a Dr. Breckenridge, MD. Okay. Um, oh, medical doctor. <laughs> right. They didn't get a doctor of philosophy out. Is that what MD is? No, Dave. It <laughs> means molecular deconstruction. What is it? I didn't realise I was dealing with a peanut brain over here. Yeah, PB over here. Yeah, probably PB. <laughs> we looking for immaculate degeneration? Oh, oh my God. Dave. Dave, you can't get out of this with gibberish, mate. <laughs> All right. Um, he was a, so Dr. Breckenridge. So, yeah, I said it the same. So, it's obviously written down and real. Um, he was assisting the police with their investigation. Do you Brecken the Ridge? <laughs> He ruled out chloroform. <laughs> what was that, mate? Was that Sprechensy Deutsch? Is that what you? Yeah. Well, come quick, quick time out for me. Yeah. Have a little, have a little shush. Um, Doctor Breckenridge, uh, he ruled out ether, chloroform, and tear gas. He's like, it's none of those. Um, and so they, they're not sure what type of gas is used or who could have sprayed it into the house. So because no one was crying, no one was crying. He's like, tear gas is out. Can't be tear gas. Has, no one a, was laughing. It's not an onion. Wasn't happy gas. Yeah. <laughs> um, no one's dying. It's not dead gas. <laughs> Death gas. <laughs> Stuck again. <laughs> Before we were recording, we were pretending to be like advertising executives coming up with a new product. I think death gas would be pretty good. <laughs> Death gas. No bad ideas. No bad ideas. <laughs> yes. Keep them going. All right. <laughs> the only clue that Officer Lemon found at the scene was a print of a woman's shoe beneath the window. Um, the the window that they, they thought the attack like was a at. like a a photo of a woman's shoe. Yes, a print. Fo- when you want a timeout? <laughs> yeah. And was it the was it inside or outside the house? Outside. Oh, outside the house. Um, Someone's been stepping in the roses again. Get out of my roses. The next attack um, happened not long after um, in a town of Cloverdale. Uh, Clarence Hall, his wife and two children, came home from a church service around 9 o'clock on Christmas Eve. Five minutes after they entered the house, they smelled a strange odour. Hall went into one of the back rooms of the house to investigate and came back moments later staggering and swaying. His wife, who also felt nauseated and weak, had to drag him outside. The effects of the gas did not linger with them, um, as in like they were they recovered and were able to sort of move again normally and didn't feel as nauseated. But Mrs. Hall experienced eye irritation for the next couple of days, like her eyes were just watering and itchy and irritated. How irritating. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dr. Breckenridge, again, helped the police and he noted that the gas tasted sweet and that he detected a trace of formaldehyde in it. He still had no idea what the gas was, though, and investigators again found only one clue at the scene. Apparently a nail had been pulled from one of the windows, perhaps to make it easier to spray gas inside. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Probably. 
Why else would you pull a nail out of a window? Seems like a weird thing to do. Why is there a nail in your window? Shouldn't it be glass? Nails don't go in glass. What are you doing? Welcome to Construction Chat with Jess. (laughs) (laughs) I just let you go there. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jess Perkins. Welcome to Construction Chat. This week, we're talking windows. Nails and windows. Oh, they're a (laughs) no-no. That's my spin-off podcast. (laughs) It's going to be pretty good. Anyway, um, thanks for letting me go there. Another attack occurred on December 27 when A.L. Kelly, a welder from Troutville. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. So good. Can we go there as well? Troutville, uh, fuck yeah. Yes. So A.L. Kelly and his mother in Troutville uh, (laughs) were just at home. It says was sprayed in their home. That does make it sound like skunk people. Um, Oddly, the police learned that a man and a woman in a 1933 Chevrolet had been seen driving back and forth in front of Kelly's house around the time of the attack. A neighbour managed to get a partial plate number on the car, but the police were unable to locate it. They call them doing trouties. Trouties, um, yeah. yeah. People, people often will just cruise up and down. Still a trout lap. Yeah, we're doing trout laps. <laughs> trout routes. Trout routes. Yeah, that's like the locals call them trout routes. Yeah, it's sick. But, yeah, I call them trouties. Yeah, it's just the Australian vernacular. We yeah. have to... We're kooky. Do you, you guys, have, do you have any version of that? It was chaplaps. Chap do you remember chaplaps? Mm. Is that a thing? I never did that. Is that a thing when you guys grew up? Yes. People joke. It was the butt of many a joke. Yeah. yeah. Doing chaplaps. People, if you ever went down chap, there were totally people going up oh, and down. Oh, yeah. So for anyone else, it's people driving up and down Chapel Street. Yeah. So if you did chaplap. With music blaring. Windows down, music blaring. Usually in like a car you thought was impressive, but it really wasn't. Nissans, as Americans call them. God, they're crazy. Oh, so I drive a Mazda, right? And we just had to get one because the other car got ripped. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but Mm. I had to look up a video on how to get the Bluetooth working, and the guy says Mazda like 17 times in the first 30 seconds. But in America, they don't say Mazda. They say Mazda. 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 Or something like that. I was crying. <laughs> it was also, like, he's probably like every third or fourth word he was saying Mazda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was one of the best things that's happened to me. Yeah, but did you get the Bluetooth working? Yes. Sick. But what kind of Bluetooth was it? Mazda. Oh, of course. <laughs> so you've got a car now with Bluetooth. So I can only assume it's a fancier car than the last car. Now, the last car had it. I mean, it's just shitty Bluetooth. My car does not have Bluetooth. It's uh, does it does it have a cable hanging down from the? <laughs> you know, fa- there's fancy and there's fancy. All right, great point. Anyway, congrats on the new car, the Congra- Mazda. Yeah, congrats on the Mazda. I regret bringing that up. Why? I mean, we're all showing off about what we own. Yeah, I own a Toyota. Dave's not going to say what he owns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna come up to one of the weirdest things I, that's ha- happened through this podcast is someone can't remember your name. If you're still listening to the show, I assume it was from the podcast. Tweeted me about four times saying, "Can you confirm you drive a Volkswagen?" And then, "Do you drive a Volkswagen?" Confirm you drive a Volkswagen. Like they're all threatening me. It was so weird, and uh, I cannot confirm nor deny that I drive a Volkswagen. That's and you've amazing. joined us with 
uh, just Matt and Dave on Car Chat. <laughs> Chatting cars. We know so much about them. We know so much about them. We, yeah. I, I mean, I watch a YouTube video about Bluetooth. I get cars. Yeah. I, you, you I know where it. to put water for the windscreen wipers. Wow. <laughs> Only for that. I had to put oil in the car and had to watch a YouTube video in the petrol station. <laughs> in the car. But I, like I was there for so long, they basically had to come out and be like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, <laughs> just, watch, just watch the video. Just watch us some porn. <laughs> yeah, you don't want them to know you don't know anything about yeah. cars. <laughs> it's okay if they think you're a pervert. Yeah. I need some lubricant, not for the car. <laughs> Give me all the lube you got. <laughs> oh, sorry. You sell by the gallon, right? <laughs> Do you have any of those two drums? <laughs> <laughs> I need two drums of lubricant. <laughs> Just to be clear, we're talking sex loop <laughs> for, my, for my car. <laughs> yes, I'm fucking my car. Yeah. All right. Okay. Is that what you wanted to hear? Yeah. Happy now. <laughs> no, sir. No, I'm not. Please leave. Please get out of my <laughs> shop thing. This is Target. <laughs> <laughs> it was Target all along. Uh, and in America, they call it Target. Do they really? <laughs> no. Oh. Anyway. Um, okay, so there's been another attack and they've seen a car, which does tie in nicely to our right. new podcast car, car chat, chat, but another time. I've seen a 1933 Chevy. Chevy. Which is actually the car I drive. I can confirm that. A 1933 yes. Chevy. Well looked after. I don't think that's I've true. changed the oil a lot. I've been in the car and it feels a lot like a Volkswagen. <laughs> a Volkswagen. Well, that was a fun way of saying it. More like false vagin, am I right? Over the next month or so, there were numerous attacks made around the town. However, during the following week, after these months, <laughs> there were 20 attacks reported. Yeah, I know. That, that sentence didn't make sense. <laughs> so there's there's some attacks. But then it, within a, a period of, of, of one week, there were 20 attacks reported in uh, nearby Roanoke County, and a number of other reports in Lexington, about 30 miles away. You're getting excited about Roanoke? Yeah. Mm. So 20 attacks were reported. Yeah, in, a, in, a, in places far <coughs> away. Wow, this is out of control. And while a few of the later attacks may have been genuine, they lacked the detail of the original incidents and most were likely hysterical reactions to ordinary odours or the result of hoaxes. There was lots of people then, like, capitalising on it and pranking. I was imagining someone doing a bad fart and then being like, no, it wasn't oh, me. Oh, we got gas. <laughs> oh, I'm being oh. gassed. I feel sick, can't breathe, can't breathe. And it's, uh, no, nah, you smelt it first, so it wasn't. Oh. Oh, 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 call the Beckendale doctor. Beckendale. What's his name? If you're going to make up a doctor. Sprecken the Deutschen doctor. Sprecken the Deutschen. Sprecken the Deutschen doctor. His name was MD. Breckenridge. Breckenridge. Yes. Um, so there was a few instances, like I was saying, of hoaxes or, or pranks. You got punked. Oh, fart bomb. Classic. Um, we'll never forget the days of high school. Someone runs into the locker bay with a fart bomb, throws it down, it goes off, everyone's running and screaming. Yeah. Hilarity ensued. <laughs> so good. What a prank. Well, in one of these hoaxes, a teenager threw a bottle of insecticide into a woman's window. <laughs> okay. I mean, they've taken the fart bomb prank a little further than little we far. did. Not through the window, though, into it. Into the window. It bounced back, hit him in the head, broke their nose. <laughs> Very funny. Their the friends cop- were videoing it. Cops obviously. decided he'd been already been punished enough. Yeah, they, the cops karma. could not stop laughing, to be honest. Also, that boy 
was a big beetle. So he did not appreciate getting hit in the head. By the insecticide? Yeah, beetles, insects. I mean, it would yeah. probably still kill them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> what is wrong with us today? It's a weird energy. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um. <laughs> so, so why did someone throw an insecticide through a window? It's the pranking. That is a lit prank. No, because everybody's going, oh, there's all these gas attacks. Then they're like <laughs> and doing some kids fake like, ones. Let me throw some bug, bug mm. stuff through a window. I mean, who can explain the mind of a teenager, really? Um, there was uh, the because there was um, all of these kind of hoax attacks. The police and the newspaper sort of declared that the the gas and mystery was over. They're like, none of these have been real attacks. It's just hoaxes now. We're all okay. Um, but the last insecticide case, because there was a few cases of like people pranking each other with insecticides because it would obviously smell bad and people would think, oh, God, we're being gassed. Um, um, it must have been a different time, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're very bored with it's that TV. It's the 30s. Um, oh, we're still in the 30s one. Yeah, this is the 30s one. This is the prequel. Yeah. Um, so there was a, a, an incident where a guy called J.G. Schaefer believed his house was gassed. And this is on the 9th of Feb. This would be 1934. He went outside and he scooped up some snow that contained a sweet-smelling substance. It was analysed and was determined to contain sulphur, arsenic and mineral oil, which was commonly used in uh, insecticide sprays. This caused the police to dismiss um, the attack as a hoax. But was it really? (laughs) This is again from the Prairie Ghost which I love. A lot of questions in it. I love it. I love a cliffhanger. Yeah. And arsenic is very bad for you. Yeah. Oh, it's only arsenic. What do you mean? <laughs> well, strangely, investigators found footprints leading from the front porch of the house to the barn, but no trail that led away from the barn. So it's almost as if like whoever had been on the porch had then walked to the barn and vanished. They couldn't find any other trails anywhere. Um and also, as with some of the other earlier cases, a woman's tracks led from the yard out to the road. Oh, I remember there was the woman's footprint mm. underneath that first window. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> so you think it? So it's the same person, same footprint. What are the odds of there being two women in this town? Yeah, no, 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 that can't be. Or two pairs of women's shoes existing. Wow. I mean, it's 1933. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Had women been invented? Do they have that technology? Good. They questions. had one pair of shoes. And they took turns wearing the shoes. <laughs> oh, my day for shoes. They didn't oh. have birthdays like we do now where it's kind of like all about you. They yeah. had shoe day. Right. Do you get yeah. one of the pair or both? Um, it's shoe day, Dave, not shoes day. I mean, there was only one footprint found, wasn't there? Mm. Yeah. They were hopping. They, were hopping. <laughs> they used to hop back then. They hadn't invented walking yet. Yeah. Walking came around in the 1950s. <laughs> and oh boy, did they nail it. Oh, it took the world by storm. Yeah. I've heard of it. People were walking everywhere, down the shops, down the beach, oh. up the hill. Down the hill. Oh. oh, stairs. So much easier now. Sounds like a great time to be alive. Yeah, yeah. it really was. Now we just bloody take walking for granted, mate. We do. But, I mean, every year on uh, on National Walking Day, International Walking Day, should be. Yeah, but anyway, that's a story for another day. We all have different ones at all of us nations. But, yeah, that's why we remember Greggy, Greggy Donaldson. 
and uh, that day he he turned a hop into a walk, and we've never looked back as a species. Yep. So <laughs> the later there was a few cases that came along after this as well, um, but the general public sort of began to they were told and sort of started to believe that um, of this theory that faulty chimney fuels and wild imaginations had caused the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) So people call up, they're like, "Um, it's just your wild imagination. All right, I'll accept Carry on, just some chimney fumes. I'll go go back to bed with these fumes swinging around my head. Nighty night, I can't feel my legs. What are chimney fumes? Just Um, smoke, is it like? Burning coals? Well, I think it was like of uh, factories nearby that did have chemicals. Oh, right, okay. Even though those factories then like had passed all these safety tests and said, well, we've only got this amount of bad chemicals and they're all contained safely, so no. Yeah, but anyway, it, it was enough that it, people kind of, the hysteria and the panic calmed down. Um, but the police and and the victims, the people who were attacked, they didn't accept that explanation. They're like, no, I don't think that's it. But... The attacks did stop, and it was almost as if the strange figure left Virginia and vanished without a trace, never to return again. (gasps) And while perhaps the gasser did not return, could he have possibly surfaced in Illinois 11 years later? I mean, it takes a long time to hop from Virginia to Chicago. That is a big journey, yeah. That's that's an 11-year hop. You put that into Google Maps, it'll tell you 11 years to the day. You you can select hopping. Yeah, hopping, of course. Yeah. Well, Even like, now, it's one of those retro modes. Yeah, that yeah. Got. Which I love. It's yeah. kitsch now to hop. Yeah. But we yeah, gramophones and hopping and bopping. <laughs> Records and hopping are coming back, baby. Yeah, big time. The hipster hop. That's what hip hop is all about. <laughs> the hipster hop. The hipster hop. That's where it started. Just do you mind if I just interrupt you very quickly to tell you about something great? I do mind. <laughs> just kidding. Go on, Dave. I'm going to tell the great people that this week's episode of Do Go On is brought to them by Casper, a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Ooh, baby. That feels really good. Dave, I would like to mention that you were really interrupting me there, but, I mean, it was as if you just ignored that I was talking at all. (laughs) No no big deal. Now, Matt, let me interrupt you again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to tell you uh, and remind everyone that you spend one third of your life sleeping, so you should mm. make sure. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered sleep. Yeah. Oh, how good is it? Oh, it's so how good. good is it if you got a good bed? I'd be much more bed. comfortable if you had a Casper mattress. That's for sure. Hey, you know what I want to tell you about? I want to tell you about the convenience of Casper. Please. Here's a couple of points off the top of my <laughs> sheet. I'm reading affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman. And sells directly directly to you. And I should say middle middle person because women can be middle too. Thank you. Over to you, middle person. <laughs> well, Casper offers uh, a, a selection of mattresses. They've got the classic Casper. They've also got the Wave and the Essential. So that means they've got a bed for everyone and they're all designed, developed and assembled in the United States. The experts at Casper work tirelessly. They must be sleeping well. To make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. Uh, let's get back. I mean, that's all great. I love a, I love to be cradled by a bed, but let's talk more convenience. Can you believe this? Free shipping and returns in the US and Canada. Oh, very good. Two get of my favourite countries. 
Now, you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. And if you want to uh, get involved here, helps you and helps the show, remember if you go to uh, casper.com slash on and use the code on at checkout. Terms and conditions apply, but you do get uh, $50 towards select mattresses. All you got to do one more time is go to casper.com slash on and use the code on at checkout. $50 towards select mattresses. Thanks, Casper. Now on with the show. <laughs> okay, so then we move from Virginia to Mattoon, uh, Illinois. We hop on over, baby. Whoop, I love, whoop, whoop. I think that's a great name for a town as well, Mattoon. Well, it's M-A-T-T as well. So oh, it's, so it's Matt, Mattoon. Mattoon. I love this. Is that, is that Scottish <laughs> for my town? It's Mattoon. Mattoon. <laughs> <laughs> Mattoon. <laughs> Edinburgh's Mattoon. Come on down to Mattoon. So are you saying... Stuart's a Scottish name. Oh, my God. (laughs) Scotland. Are you you sure it's not Matt-O-On? Matt-O-On. Matt-O-On. So the first of the 1944 gas incidents occurred at a house on Grant Avenue, Mattoon, on August 31, 1944. Urban Rafe. That's a name. So the first name is Urban? Urban. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> Urban Rafe. It's a great name. Was awakened during the early hours of the morning. Have you ever laughed when someone introduced themselves to you? Hi, I'm Urban Rafe. I'd be like, <laughs> no, you're not. Hi, this is my boyfriend, Urban. <laughs> okay. Okay, Keith. <laughs> Fuck off, Keith. Fuck off, Keith. <laughs> Fucking hell, go to Tennessee, you prick. <laughs> Keith Urban? Yeah, Keith Urban. I did not get it. I, <laughs> I just thought you were just giving him a boring oh, yeah. name. Okay, mate, let's be honest, your real name's Keith and you're trying to be cool. Urban. You're trying to be Urban. Urban isn't, Rafe. This is my friend Johnny R&B, whatever, mate. <laughs> urban Groove, fuck off. Hi, I'm just hip-hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> so he, he was awakened... In the early hours of the morning, by a strange odour, he felt nauseated and weak, and suffered from a fit of vomiting, much oh. like I did a few weeks ago a on this very show. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good way to vomit that either. Wasn't great. In a fit, no. Oh. Um, suspecting that he was suffering from a domestic from domestic gas poisoning, which was very astute of his wife, she tried to check the kitchen stove to see if there was a problem with the pilot light, but found that she was partially paralysed and unable to leave bed as well. Um, I said that kind of in a happy tone. I didn't mean that. My Wait, face was concerned. You said she went to check the stove. No, she was like, she wanted to get up to oh, right. do that. I like because in my head, yeah, she was there. She looking, was there, and then suddenly she's in bed she's again. Bed. It, it really blew my mind. Yeah, yeah well, that do go animation there would have really <laughs> tripped me out. Yeah, you would have been a pullback, and all of a sudden she's not upright. She's on her back yeah. and in bed, and the that's bed, not the stove; it's the pillow. <laughs> the bed's in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, she sleeps next to the stove. That's classic whatever this lady's name is. Uh, As in with most of these, uh, they are just Mrs. something. Wife of Urban. Yeah. She's Mrs. Rafe. Oh, Urban Rafe. Maybe one of the best. It's not good. I like it. Urban Rafe. It's growing on me. (laughs) It sounds like a cool, yeah, stage name. No, it doesn't. sounds like a crime. Urban Rafe. Yeah. Charged with Urban Rafe. All right. (laughs) Oh, I don't God. know what that is, but it sounds like you should go to jail for life. Yeah, it sounds like you're a sicko. Ban. Yeah. Ban is a thing that's not allowed. There's a ban. 
on urban rafing? Urban. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I'm going to go on. Um, Trying to figure out what Dave, what Dave's angle. <laughs> it just sounds, to me, it sounds like a real cool dude. Well, he apparently, I'm sure he is, was. Thank you. Um, later that night or early the next morning, uh, a similar incident was also reported by a young mother living close by. She was awakened by the sound of her daughter coughing but found herself unable to leave her bed. She's going to get up to check on her daughter and couldn't get out of bed. You know when you're that tired, you're like, do I really need to check on her? She'll be right. Just a couple more Self-soothing. hours. Self-soothing. <laughs> Let her self-soothe. Yeah, exactly. She needs to work things out for herself. Yeah. When will they learn if you're always at their beck and call? And the kid wasn't crying. She was just coughing. Coughing out. Coughing out. Which is fine. Just, just, she's just having a vomiting fit. She's it's just fine. having a cough. Babies have vomiting fits. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's normal. We don't have to shame them for it. Okay. You're a new parent. You're going to be a little bit paranoid that things aren't normal. It's not in all the baby books. It's normal. Yeah. Babies have vomiting fits. And they cough through the night and sometimes through the baby monitor. It might sound like they're saying, I'm going to kill you, mom. <laughs> but it's normal. It's normal. You, so... Your kid's not special. No. Stop thinking they're special. They're not special. <laughs> oh, oh, they're the son of the Dark Lord. Yes. Yes. They all are. Yeah. If they weren't the son of the Dark Lord, then they'd be special. Yeah. Yeah. But they all are the um... son of the Dark Lord and we worship the Dark Lord. Yes. We all worship the Dark okay. Lord. Beelzebub. <laughs> That's where they shorten to bub. So just chill. <laughs> That's why they call bub. That's why they call bub. That's good. <laughs> There's something wrong with us. It makes sense to me. There's nothing out. better than a. That's good. <laughs> no, I laugh first. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's funny. Hey. I reckon when I was at school in I think year twelve, there was a girl who was obviously so used to like texting and and instant messaging, that instead of laughing, she'd just say, lol. Oh, that's no good. And I wanted to just pin her down and strangle her to death. Did you want to make her ruffle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make her roffed. The D's for dead? Yeah. <laughs> Roll on the floor dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, dying. Oh, okay. I'm picky over here. Yeah. Roll on the floor dying. You're next, mate. <laughs> From laughter or strangulation? Oh, my God. <laughs> So the next day was September 1, um, and a third reported incident occurred. Um, Mrs. Kearney uh, of Marshall Avenue, Mattoon, reported smelling a strong, sweet odour around 11pm. What was she doing up at 11pm? Um, at first she dismissed... Suspicious, isn't it? It is a bit. gas, I reckon. Squirting was your choice there? How, how do you distribute gas? Spray? Spraying gas. Gassing gas. Gassing. Gassing squirt. Mm. How can you squirt it? Well, you. No, nah, you squirt say? a liquid, probably. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's a gas. Shooting gas? All right. I'm sh- my laptop battery will run out before <laughs> you get to what you want. So can I just go on? Yes, please. Thank you so much. At first, Matt just- Owen. <laughs> At first, she dismissed the smell, believing it to be from flowers outside of the window. Okay. Um, Floral gas. But the odour soon became stronger, and she began to lose feeling in her legs. It's still the flowers. Yeah. She you tells know what flowers are like. Yeah. Uh, They're very strong. Yeah. It's got, the first day of spring I've in got Australia. Some numbing tulips, you know? Mm. And she, uh, she was panicking a little bit, and she called out to her sister, Mrs. 
Reddy, probably Reedy, but it, it's the spelt the same as Reddy, um, who was also in the house at the time. And she also noticed the odour and determined that it was coming from the direction of the bedroom window, which was open at the time. Uh, the police were contacted, but no evidence of a prowler was found. At around 12.30, Bert Kearney, we got his first name, uh, her Miss, Mrs Kearney's husband, he was a local taxi driver, so he hadn't been there during the time of the attack. Bert Kearney's another great name. Bert Kearney. It sounds like Bert and Ernie. That's, That's why, why it's I love good. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just quickly, Ernie Man, you guys? Big Bert. Yeah. Girl, yeah. So I thought you'd be a birder. This think, guy, bloody Oscar the Grouch over here. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie, cookie, love the Cookie Monster. I always liked the ones that they they they're from space and they go yep 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 aha aha. I like them. They were like red and blue. I mean, if we're extending out to but I I think Bert, Bert man. And let's not forget one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I forgot. I forgot how to count. Play back the tape. Line. <laughs> anyway, uh, so her husband's come home about twelve thirty. Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie, uh, and he he saw a man hiding close to one of the house's windows. Huh. So he, the guy that fled. Sounds suspicious. The guy fled, and Bert chased him for a bit, but was unable to catch him. So he got away. His description of the prowler was of a tall man dressed in dark clothing, wearing a tight-fitting cap. The, this description was reported in the local media. The swimming cap? <laughs> He's wearing like a bald cap. <laughs> he had goggles and flippers. I can't believe he outran me. Yeah, he was very speedy. He jumped into a pond. Yeah, and boom! Those flippers, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Sorry, the local paper. The local paper, like all the local media, uh, reported on this description and it became the common description of the gasser throughout the entire incident. There weren't really many other sightings, so most of like the image of the, the gasser comes from Bert Kearney. Um, after the attack, Mrs Kearney reported suffering from a burning sensation on her lips and throat. Oh, you don't want it there. No. Nah. <laughs> what do you, do you want? Yeah. Top five um, places, go. Okay. Uh, between your toes. Ooh. Burning. Oh, yeah. Tinea, central. Okay. Where else? Do no, you a good. Oh, sorry. Are we talking about good burning or bad burning? What's good burning? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea. Are you having an asthma attack? <laughs> Are you burning up over there? Uh, back burning, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. You know when you're getting tips in your hair, that burning because you know fashion. Oh, you know fashion burns. Hey, yeah, beauty is yeah, pain. Blonde tips. That's my frosting. We still doing that? Laser hair removal. Laser hair that removal burns a little bit. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Why do you think I've got such a smooth nose? Used to oh. be a real furball. But now <laughs> so smooth. I don't even greet Matt normally anymore. I just stroke his nose. <laughs> Ooh, soft nose. Yeah, I don't like that imagery at all, actually. Hairy nose. You did that to yourself. I know. Um, Anyway, so they they thought this burning sensation she was experiencing was obviously uh, an effect of the gas. Initially, it was suspected, this is so great, by the way, it was suspected that robbery was the uh, primary motive for the attack. At the time of the incidents, the the Kearneys had a large sum of money in the house and it was surmised that the prowler could have seen Mrs. Kearney and her sister counting it earlier that evening. 
with the window open. So they're just sitting there, window open, lights on, counting the cash. 4,012, 4,013. Dollars, that is. <laughs> Yelling the, out the window. The exchange rate's quite good, you know. Yeah. Oh, so much money. Oh, 28000 Once we're done with the cash, we'll do the jewels. <laughs> One <laughs> diamond. <laughs> A two. Yeah. Four thousand and six diamonds, that is. <laughs> what is. What is wrong with people? Yeah, don't count your money. Next to a window, yeah, and yell out the amounts. That's one of the first and say, goals. "Oh, wow, we're very rich. I hope we don't get robbed." I mean, you on- honestly, yeah, honestly, it's sad that I have to say yeah. that. Thank you. In the days, a few following, people are at home scribbling down notes. They're like, "Wow," okay. just telling it like it is. A few people at home are closing windows. Yeah. yeah. And then going back to counting their cash. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, more quiet. Say some numbers to throw them off. 72, uh, 6, 12. One. Yeah. One, 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 one. You know Ro- when people are doing that when you're counting? Won't, um, they won't steal money unless they know to the dollar how much you have inside. I mean, then I'm not. if I'm a robber, which I'm not. I'm Jess, not, why are you winking? No, Matt, I'm not winking. Hold on. You, <laughs> was that a wink? No. You squelched your face. Squelch? You just can't get words right no, words today. are tough tonight. No, I squelched. I, I, that looked like a squelch to yeah, me. It felt squelchy. I'm not squelching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not squelching. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not a robber. What were you going to say if you were a robber? I'm not robbing for like $12. She's squelching yeah. again. <laughs> Anyway, I'm okay. not getting out of bed unless my kid costs 15 times or I get $15. Yeah. All right, Beelzebub. Um, <laughs> I'm not getting up unless you give me the secret code of 16 coughs. <laughs> of 666 coughs. Yeah. <laughs> 665 <laughs> coughs. One more. What's that? That Simpsons, the, the fish, when uh, he's deep sea diving and Grandpa's got this system... What is it? The oh, hammerfish? Series of or, dogs. Yeah. 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 Curse of the Flying Hellfish. Hellfish. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a very good bit. With the 61. 62. Oh, no, I killed my only grandson. 63. <laughs> yeah, 62 means you're dead. Yeah. And 63 means pull me back pull me up. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little pause between 62 and 63. Very funny stuff. <laughs> Um, in the days following the uh, attack on the Kearneys, there was about half a dozen similar attacks, though none uh, of the victims were able to provide a clear description of the prowler and no clues were found at the scene of the attacks. That was until the night of September 5 when Carl and Beulah, so we've got her name at least, and her name's Beulah, yeah, uh, Cords. Beulah. Of Bueller. North 21st Street, returned home around 10 p.m. They noticed a piece of white cloth, slightly larger than a man's handkerchief, sitting on their porch next to the screen door. Bueller cords picked up the cloth and smelled it, which is the first thing I would do, obviously. <laughs> what, mate? What? She just picked it up and given it a sniff. <laughs> That's the first thing I'd think to do. Give it Don't a smell. Don't smell anything in this town. Block your nose off. Yeah, that's the other thing. I wouldn't do it now and people aren't being gassed in my street. I'm not picking it up and smelling it. No. You wouldn't do that under any circumstance. But if people are being gassed. Not something left. Like if 
what this is the circumstance where I will pick something up and smell it. If I have worn an item of clothing and I'm seeing if it can be worn again. Yeah, but it's your item of clothing. That's fine. I know who put it there. Me. Was this Bueller's slightly larger than a man's handkerchief white piece of cloth? No. Well, that seems like a weird call. Why is she smelling it? As soon as she inhaled. Maybe she dealt it. She became violently ill. Um, Fuck. She described the effect as being similar to an electric shock. Her face began to swell. She experienced a burning sensation in her mouth and throat, and she began vomiting. As with other victims, she also reported feeling weak and experienced partial paralysis of her legs. Bueller later hypothesized that the cloth had been left on the porch in order to knock out the family dog, which usually slept there, so that the prowler could gain access to the house unnoticed. Um, Yet the dog was too clever to sniff it, but she wasn't. She fell for it. So I don't think the dog was the target. The dog's looking at her like, you're an idiot. Why would you smell that? Come and sniff that shit. A stranger put that there. Um, The cloth was analysed by the authorities, but they found no chemicals on it that could explain Bueller's reaction. Mm. Oh, mystery chemicals. Weird. Public concern over the alleged gassings quickly rose. The FBI became involved and the local police issued a statement calling on residents to avoid lingering in residential areas and warning that groups set up to patrol for the gasser should be disbanded for reasons of public safety. So people were like, we're taking it upon themselves to like patrol and keep the neighbourhood safe, but then the police were like, don't do that. (laughs) Underage team drinking without a permit. (laughs) How many Simpsons references? Um, also, I love like in their their um, press release was like, don't sniff any cloths you find. Yeah, don't smell random. I can't objects. believe we have to say this again. Put the Bueller. pitchforks down and stop sniffing stuff. Stop sniffing. <laughs> so there's a fair bit of panic by this stage, and by the 12th of September, local police had received so many false alarms, mostly from citizens believing that they'd smelled gas or that they'd seen a prowler, that they reduced the priority afforded to gas reports and announced that the entire incident was likely the result of explainable occurrences exacerbated by public fears and a sign of the anxiety felt by women while local men were on war service. Because this is 1944. So they're saying, it's just you ladies. Wanting some attention. Probably all synced up. I don't know if they believed that back then. Who knows? It took me a while to figure out what that meant. Yeah. Synced up. You're all panicking. Just uh, having a little panic. You're all sniffing cloths. Sniffing cloths. You know women. The men are gone. They're, we're always panicking. Uh-huh. It was a line from one of Jester's great bits. It's a good bit. It's a real good bit. I'll quote it till the day I die. Me too. Uh, I'll never write a joke as good, so I'll be doing it till the day I die. I used to say that about your spoons bit, but, you know, then you... You started panicking. That's true. You've always been my biggest fan. Always. Well, Dave's right up there. Yeah. Fa- fan of me? Yeah. Disagree. I'm a huge fan. Big fan. I tell people you're great all the time. Do you? He does. Yeah. Who? Who have you told I'm Greg Norman. Did you tell Greg Norman I'm great? I. Can you please tweet at Greg Norman and say. <laughs> I will. I'll tweet hey, him. Greg Norman. Just wanted to let you know Jess Perkins is great. I'll do it right now. Thank you. You're the great white shark. Well, she's the great Jess Perkins. So Nice. Can I change my nickname to White Shark? <laughs> well, she's the Great White Shark. <laughs> shart! I want to be the Great White Shark. I don't want to. You be are. That. <laughs> I don't want to be that. Hey, if you want to be, I don't want to be. You can be. I regret it. Um. <laughs> so after the police announcement, gas reports did decline. The only incident of arguable note after that date was the case of a woman called Bertha Birch. 
who claimed she saw a gasser who was a woman dressed as a man. Hmm. Mm, which kind of fits in with yeah. some of those instances. The shoes and the man. And when she says dressed as a man, I wonder if she was just wearing like pants or if she had a moustache. Oh. When when did pants cross over to... Well, I, don't, I don't remember. Dave, do you know when it was okay for ladies to wear pants? Did, were pants around before people could walk? I felt like I always thought that pants and walking went hand in hand. I remember like, P.L. Travers was a badass for wearing pants. Yeah, when was yes. that? I did the report. I should know. Was that the 20s? Yeah, early, first half of the 20th century for yeah. sure. Yeah, so 1930s maybe, I reckon. They're probably wearing pants by this stage. So... That's sort of what happened in terms of the uh, the gas attacks. There are a few theories which I would like to share with you and then maybe we'd have some theories of our own. Okay. I love theories. So the first theory is mass hysteria. Uh, boring. That's a boring it theory. It is a boring theory. Almost two weeks after the Mattoon attacks began, the local commissioner of public health, a guy called Thomas V. Wright, announced that there had undoubtedly been a number of gassing incidences. He's like, I'm not denying that. But that many instances were likely due to hysteria. So residents hearing of alarming events and then panicking uh, when confronted by an out-of-place odour. It's kind of like when when you, like, you're reminded of something and then you see it everywhere or like... Uh, yeah, I, I love when that happens. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, but it's probably that sort of and thing too. you're like, too. did that word even exist last week? Yeah, and now I've heard it eight times yeah. today. Totally. And it's just that you're noticing it. So it could be something like that where they've heard of people being attacked with gas and then any smell, they're like, it's gas, but it's yeah. not. It's like, you know that thing where if um you'll see someone and someone will be like, hey, I, oh, I think there's a spider on me. And oh, then and you, and then you can sort of feel a spider on you. You know, when you see a person... <laughs> I don't know why I think and of they that say, <laughs> I think there's a spider on me. No, today I was in, I was driving the car. It wasn't my car. Um, I stole a car. <laughs> Help me. Um, no, I had, I had my boyfriend's car, and he had left a can. You stole your boyfriend's car. I stole it. He doesn't know where it is. Shh. <laughs> he left a can. Everyone, of... t- let's turn off lights. Shh. I think he's outside. <laughs> Stop counting your money. He held a can of Sprite in the in the car, um, and it still had some Sprite in it. And then, but I'd driven the car that morning and it was fine. I went into I was I was in a building for an hour. I came back out. There were ants all over the Sprite can, so I took it out of the car, threw it out, and then I was driving along and just like felt like there were ants all over me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know they're gone, but blah. <laughs> You've just done that to people around the world. Sorry. Ants. Ants everywhere. Did ants even exist this time last week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So, yeah, this is Thomas V. Wright. He's the Commissioner of Public Health. This is what he's saying. He says there's no doubt that a gas maniac exists (gasps) and has made a number of attacks, but many of the reported attacks are nothing more than hysteria. He's he's trying to calm hysteria. There's no doubt this maniac exists. But but most most of of you are wrong. You're all all crazy, all right? Fear of the gas man is entirely out of proportion (laughs) to the menace of the relatively harmless gas he is spraying. The whole town is sick with hysteria. So the people who are are going numb and losing their legs and stuff, they reckon that that's in their heads. Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. You know, thinking there's ants on you is one thing, but yeah. going, I can't feel my legs. I can't get out of bed. That's no. that's powerful. That's a bit weird. 
Then there was a local chief of police uh, called C.E. Cole, and he took Wright's hypothesis a step further, announcing that there were likely no gas attacks at all and that all the reported instances has probably been triggered by chemicals carried on the wind from nearby industrial facilities. So they all breathed in these chemicals, yep. making them high and <laughs> believing that there was some sort of chemical attack. <laughs> Idiots. So dumb. And most of the symptoms uh, recorded during both the attacks, so back in Virginia and also in Mattoon, um, have all been suggested symptoms of hysteria. So that includes choking, swelling of mucous membranes and weakness and temporary paralysis. So one is that it's just all in their heads. That's one theory. Um, I don't like it. No, me either. But some experts believe that the mass hysteria was fueled by the headline in the Mattoon Journal Gazette. Uh, the the headline was Mrs. Kearney and daughter first victims, which assumed there'd be more attacks. Yeah. That is pretty that presumptuous. Is weird. That's weird. And some people, a couple of like those blogs that I read were like, hmm, did they know something? <laughs> yeah. Um, first victims. It's like... <laughs> Someone being killed by a murderer and then you're just saying, you know, they've struck for the first time. Yeah. How do you know they're going to come back? Yeah. Unless you're doing it. Ah! I like that theory. You like that theory? You're blaming the... Yeah, the newspaper people. Yeah. Newspaper people. Newspaper people. Newspaper people did it again. So that's that's the main theory. The other is that... uh, after analysing events, some researchers have concluded that at least some of the gasser incidences, that's hard to say, gasser incidents, were the work of an actual attacker who carried out a series of gassings as reported by witnesses. So in the instances where people saw someone at their window, that you kind of go, yeah, that's probably not all in my head. Oh, where Maybe. do you draw? Where do you draw the line? I don't know. Like it feels like seeing someone, you could your head could make that up just as much as your head can make up. I'm paralyzed and can't get out of bed. I believe the seeing someone. I'm sure I saw someone out the window. But what kind of world are we living in where you can't just lurk at people's windows? Yeah, no. And then all of a sudden you're gassing them. Oh, it's a fair point. It's like nanny state two point yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So you can't go around with. Like deadly chemicals on handkerchiefs. Sorry, cloth slightly bigger than a handkerchief. Yes. <laughs> and you can't go. All of a sudden, you can't go. You can't lurk. Oh, lurking's a crime with the den- dangerous gas on your person. Oh, what I the mean, fuck is this? What is going on? And this is pre- and this is the nineteen forties. Yeah, is it? I mean, it feels like this is bloody nineteen twenties or you know the eighteen. What is this? The eighteen nineties. I thought we were in the modern world, the 1940s, baby. The roaring 40s, we're up, we're about. But no, no, no. No, no, no. What is this? You know, back when I was a kid, Mm. in days of yore, Mm -hmm. this wouldn't have happened. Mm. I'm not sure if I'm nostalgic or I'm thinking that we've improved or we've regressed. But bloody hell, I just know that I want change. Matt, I'm really sorry. And things to stay the same. I'm really sorry that this triggered you. I'm triggered. (laughs) <laughs> in this way. Um, some writers, this is another suggestion about the event, some writers on the paranormal have covered the event. Uh, a writer by the name of Clark in 1993 described an illustration of the gasser uh, 
and says the artist depicts him as a not-quite-human, possibly extraterrestrial yes, being. now we're getting somewhere. Yes, so... It was a Mothman. This is... I want to open it up to you. Obviously, you'll have your own theories. Matt, straight away, going mm. Mothman. Dave, any theories on this strange occurrence? Gas boy. Oh! Yeah. Gas boy. How is he able to sneak... Or how are they able to sneak into such small gas spaces? Boys. Gas boys. A gang of gas boys. Yes. How else... I mean, remember that boy that threw something through a window? He got caught. He was just one of the... He was a patsy oh, yeah. for all the other gas boys. That's good. They threw him under the bus. Yeah, the alien gas boys can change their form into mm. normal boys with um, insecticide yeah, bottles. exactly. Into any type of boy. Yeah, with any kind of bottle. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, Jess, did you read any of that on your little yeah. website? That was my next paragraph. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. So that's amazing. So yeah, glad we covered there. that. Yeah. You're glad we no, are. No, it feels like that. I'm glad. What? Are you glad? I said glad. Damn it. Did I? God, I don't know. Are you gaslighting me? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the good news is, though, boys, um, I do have the answer. Oh, great. That is what this good is. news. Um, oh, it's going to be another unsolved Kind of Christmas time mystery because yeah. it happened around Christmas the first few. Yeah. So um, what actually happened was it was a mystery. Uh-huh. Oh, look, I fucking got you. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, the twist oh, was there was no twist at all. I thought you'd be excited. <laughs> sour I love ta- a mystery episode. The sour taste sort of gas of. in my mouth. Yeah. It's sweet if you were listening. Yeah, yeah it is sweet. <laughs> sweet like arsenic. Mm, yum, mm. yum, yum. Well, no, Jess did say at the start she had two sources, sweet and sour. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> so that's my report on the mad gasser of Mattoon. Thank you to Victor, Peter, and Avery for suggesting that Thank you very much. fascinating topic. And we'll give you a golf clap. They're very on topic because I've just tweeted to the, the sh- Greg did? the Shark Norman. Hey, at Shark Greg Norman. I just wanted to let you know that my friend at Jess underscore Perkins is a really great comedian and should be called upon for all of your comedy needs. Wow. That man owns a super yacht. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be on there in no time. First, I got retweeted by Russell Crowe. Now I'm going to be best friends with Greg. You're going to be Norman. booked by Greg the Shark Norman, and that's because I am a big fan of yours. Thank you. And that was a great report. But also, we are recording ahead of time. If people want to see that tweet, they're going to have to go back. I don't tweet that often. And also, <laughs> it'll be there. They'll see it now and be like, "That's a weird thing for Dave to have <laughs> tweeted." Uh, and everyone who's following weeks. both Dave and Greg the Shark Norman will no, see I, that tweet. No, everyone that follows me, I put it out. I've got two likes so far. I'll tell you if any of them are Greg Norman. Neither of them are Greg Norman. Yet. Who's liked? Anyone notable? Uh, maybe Craig Parry or Tiger Woods. <laughs> Adam Scott. <laughs> Tiger gets in there. We're like, Tiger, we don't want to be on your super yacht. No, we know the kind you. of weird shit that happens on your super yacht, man. That's where all the lube goes. <laughs> Two gallons, please. <laughs> pump bottle gallons. Ooh. I love a pump bottle. It just gets shit done, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's my report. The mad That's my of... short report on pump bottles. <laughs> they <laughs> get shit done. The mad gasser of Mattoon. It's a, certainly... Uh, it's is fun that, to is say. Media hype, I imagine, gave him that name, do you think? I think so, yeah. Mad gas is pretty cool, though, isn't it? Bit of fun. I reckon if you were doing the attacks and it was, it did happen to be one person... You'd read that and go, that's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Yeah, Mad Gas are pretty happy with that. Yeah. Um I oh yeah, I, I reckon that's that's one one of the more fascinating ones. Are those ones that's not much you just wonder how much of it has survived accurately and how much has it grown 
over time with blogs. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. And you didn't see there's no upcoming movies or anything based upon the mad. Because it's, it's a great movie title, I reckon. I reckon there'll be a movie soon. Normally, it's after the podcast comes out that Hollywood, you know, Hollywood's listening. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Obviously. Hollywood. Hello, Hollywood. Hello, Greg the Shark Norman. They're all uh, they're all on board. Um, do you mind if I quickly plug uh, my podcast, Primates Podcast? Because yes. in the last um, month, both of you have been guests on the show. Woo! So if uh, if That's listeners true. haven't heard it, both episodes, so much fun. Dave, you came on and talked about the episode of The Simpsons where. Uh, Troy McClure, great guy, made a comeback uh, mm-hmm. with uh, "Stop the Planet of the Apes." I want to get off. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, the episode featuring called... the amazing Doctor Sayer song. Yes, and uh, Jess, you came on and you did "George of the Jungle," and we had a real bloody good time. I'd love to do "George of the Jungle." <laughs> <laughs> Leave that there. <laughs> I just liked Matt's uncomfortable little yeah. laugh there. It took a while to process. <laughs> Wish I was editing this one because I'd drop that in right at the end. The theme song would finish and you'd go, I'd love to do George of the Jungle. <laughs> uh, would you Would you two uh, be keen to hear this week's fact, quote or question? Oh, yes. Yes, we're about to enter our, the Patreon part of the episode. And while you get that up, Matt, I feel I should tell the good people that they haven't Get it heard, up. While Matt gets it up. It takes him a while. He's very old. <laughs> um, if you go to patreon.com slash do go on pod, why would you do that? Well, it's a way of supporting the show, and in exchange, you give us a little something-something for giving you these episodes every single week, and then uh, we'll give you even more something-something. We uh, give you a little insight into what's going on to, uh, with a, a newsletter that Matt's been putting out there. You get uh, to vote for the, the episodes. This uh, very topic that Justice presented was voted for by the Patrons. And uh, also you get two bonus episodes every single month. Not one, but two. But two. So, and uh, there's a lot of them still left up there. In fact, all of them at this stage. So, if you subscribe, support us, you'll get a lot of bonus material. Possibly won't be the case by the time this comes out. But yeah, we're leaving up at least the last ten. Yeah, which will end up being yeah, about five months worth, something like that. Mm. Um, so this week's uh, Sidney Scheinberg. Uh, fact, quote, or question giver. Oh, I should say, oh, if you're you pledged to a certain level, you get to give us a fact, quote, or question. Sorry. That's right. Yeah, there's heaps of different levels. So much fun. And uh, everyone in there is so cool. Whenever we ever get a chat going, I mean, all our listeners are sick dogs. I love it. Not not like Dave. It's the sick dog. <laughs> sick dog. Should you get the vet on the line? Put, put, put me down. Put it down. It's sick dog. I mean, sick dog in a positive way. You yeah. Know? Bring that dog back to life. Yeah. The ones who are, who are having um, vomiting fits. Of joy and love. Anyway, uh, Jackson Bland is this this week's fact, quote, or questioner. Uh, And they also get to give themselves a title. And Jackson's given himself the title of Junior Vice Intern of Sydney Scheinberg. Love it. What a great place to start your career. You'd get a lot of good stories if you were Sydney Scheinberg, if you had anything to do with the work of Sydney Scheinberg. Oh, yeah. He's also um, found some sort of a loophole. I'm calling this a quote. And this is a quote. It's quoting Jackson himself. Do you want to read it out this week, Jess? Yes. So uh, Jackson says uh, a quote from himself. Not really a question, but I just want to say how much I appreciate the work you guys do. Your podcast has gotten me through some tough times, and I'm really happy that I'm able to return the favour and support you. It's like too sweet. Oh, no. Jackson, you absolute legend. too nice. Like I can't even... Riff on that. It sounds a bit like we wrote that ourselves. Yeah. To try and big up. Yeah, Jackson. 
Jackson. That's very, very nice. So nice. And it, um, yeah, I guess that's, I didn't really um, foresee that happening, but you, the, the uh, quote version of it could be anything you want. Yeah. You can quote yourself and say, I mean, you don't have to just say nice things about us. In Not, a lot of ways, that makes for a boring podcast, but it is very nice. It's so so nice, and every time someone emails in and says that they that you know they've been loving the show and nice things, it really does make a smile. So thank you to everyone who does that, and to Jackson, you're, you're a, a great guy. Yeah. And I don't think you'll be an intern for long. I see big things for you, my yeah. friend. What does Sydney think of him though? I think he's a goddamn gummer. <laughs> I need a coffee. <laughs> Never get a straight answer out of the man. Yeah, he, well, not without his coffee. <laughs> Am I yeah, right? You know what I, I think I think Jackson's great, but I think he'd be even better with a chimpanzee. <laughs> Matt's always bringing it back to chimps these days. It's all you do is outside of this podcast is watch chimp-based things for your other podcast, and it's destroying your mind. That's what Sidney Schoenberg said. He said Back to the Future would have been better if there was a chimp. And it should have been Not called a dog. Spaceman from Pluto. <laughs> remember, that's the only <laughs> reason we talk about that I remember that guy. Spaceman from Pluto God is, is the, best. the best title. <laughs> Spaceman <laughs> All right. Let us thank some more people. Another thing we do on Patreon is, of course, thank, the, thank some of the good people that dig into their, dig into their coffers and throw th- their coffer money into <laughs> our coffers. They have in coffer fits. <laughs> Uh, I'd love to thank you if I could. And Jess, normally you could give us a little game to play. Oh yeah, with the names. I'll. Uh, have, have you got something? Nah. Can there be? A I'll ma- start a, reading a, one a, out. And a then... mad something. Great. Not oh. a mad castle, but a mad. You know. Okay. You yeah. Do. Cool. All right. I'd love to thank. Of something as well. Okay. Yeah. 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 A mad something of something. From Washington in America. <laughs> I'd love to thank, uh, if I may. Emily Knudsen from Washington in the United States of America. And she is the mad honker of Jamangistan. <laughs> Jamangistan. The mad honker of Jamangistan. <laughs> what a title. <laughs> she remember. Remember how there was that time in your life when you did improv classes? They really paid off, pal. <laughs> Jamaica. I really I did not enjoy improv all that much. All right, guys, I'm going to need a place. Jamaica Sam. <laughs> you bastard. No, that wasn't what no, improv wasn't, wasn't just say a yeah, word. But he didn't even do it confidently. If he did it confidently, he'd be like, righto. But that was... Jamang. <laughs> I did not see it coming. You turned that point onto me out of nowhere. <laughs> Jamang. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what my brain did then. It was a real Daesh moment. <laughs> Daesh. You started with Jamaica and ended in Afghanistan. Yeah. Jamang. It's a It's a kind of fun sounding place, Jamangistan. So what? Is, what is she? She's the, the mad conker. honker. Honker. Honker of Jamangistan. Honker of Jamangistan. <laughs> I like it. I think it's a good title. Yeah, me too. I wish I could draw. That looks like a comic book cover of the Mad Honker of Jamanga thing. (laughs) Would be sick. Anyway, uh, thank you so much, Emily. You've been, um, well, obviously everyone here is long-term supporters, so we thank you so much. Mm. Uh, I would also love to thank, from here in Australia, in north of Voca, Mr. Hugo James. Oh, Hugo James is good. And he is the mad weaver, Hugo Weaving. Oh, of 
Edinburgh Castle. Edinburgh Castle. The Mad Weaver of Edinburgh Castle. Congratulations. Sounds like a ghost or something. Mad Weaver. (laughs) He's a sick Weaver, man. He's a Mad Weaver. Man, he's a Mad Weaver. Mad Weaver. Sydney. And Edinburgh is his Mattoon. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> if you asked him, he'd say, Endra's Mattoon. Hey, can I thank some people? Please, Jess. Yes. I would like to thank from Wexford in Ireland. Oh, amazing. Niall Finnan. Mm, Niall Finnan. The, who name. is obviously the mad bouncer of Riverdance. <laughs> oh, that's oh good. bouncy dancer. So Michael flatly puts him on the door and he doesn't he decides who comes backstage. He takes no bullshit. I was picturing someone who was very bouncy. <laughs> I was imagining a security guard. That makes way more sense. Yeah. <laughs> to just somebody who's bouncy. Yeah, he's a How bouncer. How does someone become mad, bouncy? Mad bouncer. Oh yeah. Okay, now I hear it. Yeah. He's like you get he's got um, trampoline championship. He got that Green Tramp champ. What was that Robin Williams movie? Flubber. Flubber. He's a flubber bubba. Flubber bubba. Um, and may I also thank, for, also from Washington, Karen Corsten. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Should have just trailed off there, Jess. How would you pronounce Karen's Costange? Costange. That's probably wrong too. Sorry, Karen. Or Costanya. I reckon it's more like Costanya. Costanya. Constanzia. So she's the mad monk of Rasputinville. Okay, well, at least those were words. Yeah, and he said it more confidently. Good job, Maddie. Well yes. done. Thank the you. improv classes are working. That is who that Rasputin was the mad monk, right? The mad monk. I thought of uh, because monk's diner, and I said Constanza. Right. I want to Rasputinville's no good. I want to say of um, the mad monk of uh, Gary Indiana. Oh yes, that you reckon they definitely have a mad monk. Yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah, it's Karen. Thank yeah. you, Karen. Thanks, Karen. Great to have you on board. And I'd finally like to uh, wrap this episode by thanking someone from right here in Melbourne. Woo! And it is a Sorry. classic three-word of this name: Harvey Arnold Wiseman. Wiseman. Is Wiseman from Melbourne? From Chelsea. We're on the beach. Lovely. Lovely. Harvey Arnold Such Wiseman. a lovely part of the world. And what, uh, he is the mad... Fisherman. Of? Qatar. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, mm. uh, desert, possibly landlocked country. Yeah, but they... they love their fishing. Love their fishing. Haven't you seen salmon fishing in the Yemen, Dave? Yeah. Anything's uh, possible, everyone mate. Everyone knows Yemen's in Qatar. While my guitar gently weeps. <laughs> wow, it's good. And finally, it's I would like to thank. Words. It's good. Hey, what I'm saying is a step up from Jamangistan. Yeah, in comparison, <laughs> I, 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 you are bagging me, but I love Jamangistan. I reckon it's the best you one would. we've got. The best what we've got? The best of any of the places we've had. Jamangistan is okay. definitely the best. Yeah, it's true. All sure? right, got no doubt about oh, that. Guitar's not loud. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bl- open my mind mm-hmm. and close it and just free it, yep, and empty it and open it Can't and just wait. say, I'm just gonna see what happens. Okay, awesome. well, let me set you up. Okay. I finally, we'd like to thank from London, from London Town, Harriet Leighton Porter. Ooh, that's oh, that's a good that one too. Yeah. And Harriet Leighton Porter is the mad stinger. Stinger of Stinger. 
Sepultonington. A uh, little recap there. So Harriet Leighton Porter is the mad. I can't remember. Stinger. Stinger. Of Seppel. <laughs> yeah, there was a long pause here last yeah, time. Yeah, Seppel. T- I've forgotten too. There's a middle syllable, but I forget what it was. And then. What's a stinger? A stinger? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that is that is really adorable. Um, a stinger is, of course, uh, when uh, a human being uh, like the mad stinger um, has a certain how do you say how do you say spike <laughs> coming out their date, and it is both infectious and confectionary, and it. Can it, we stop him? It sounds a bit like uh, <laughs> Sean Connery describing a scorpion attack. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> Long stinger. story short. Stinger. Check out the stinger. Okay, there you go. Improv, baby. Yeah, Dave's a lot better at it. <laughs> Max. Not to pick favourites, but. Still playing with his hands like, he's like, I can bring this home. I can, bring I can this do home. this. I can save right. this. Now, this is me just, just, just remembering that you guys are not very good team players. That's true. We are no people, not yes and people. Sorry. Yeah, you do leave me. Sorry. Oh, improv's man. all about teamwork and you guys leave all this episode. You've left me hanging out there. You'll notice that listening back. Yeah, pretty brutal work, but I try to do my best in the trying circumstances. There's no team and I, baby. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Harriet Leighton Porter, and thanks to everyone that supports the show at Patreon. And uh, to everyone that downloads the show in the first place, we love all of you. Equally. But especially you. They know who they are. She was looking at me. And (laughs) I do. Thank you, Jess. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> We've got to go now uh, Get in contact anytime um, All the links to Hey can contact us Are on dogoonpod.com We'd love if you could Follow us on Instagram Facebook, Twitter Subscribe to us on YouTube All that kind of thing Or drop us an email And you can also At dogoonpod.com You can suggest a topic Maybe one day soon We'll be reporting On something you suggest But uh, until next week That is all I have to say Anyone else Anything else Go check out Matt in Brisbane And Tazzy coming up Yes, Brizzy and Tazzy, and some uh, MC and some shows at the Gold Coast in August. I don't know the details of those though. And then we're going to be. Oh, actually, they've possibly already happened. We're going to be in Sydney <laughs> in August. Come to that. Did yes. you? No, I did not. But please right. do come to come that. To that, that would be so fantastic. We're August twenty four. Hoping to sell out the giant dwarf. All right, thanks guys. Until next time, I'll say thank you and I'll say goodbye. Bye. Later. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Oh, does that mean your balls? It's <laughs> 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 wrong with you? The way you said it made it sound... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all right. (laughs) No. You reckon? No. Cradling you in all the right places? 
I think that's fine. How Check do with you Claire. sleep that your mattress is cradled? Oh, no, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't suggesting that's actually what it is, but I think that's a, a funny thing to leave in. No, Matt, I'm asking you how you personally Well, I picture sleep. the mattress has got a hand. <laughs> yeah, it's got a little cup. Well, and you, you, you teabag the bed and then you lie down. I mean, that sounds comfortable, but I don't think that's available. You get your feet up in stirrups. Your balls are being held, <laughs> and you get a peaceful eight hours. <laughs> Me and my balls have never rested so well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.